This is Piranada. This is Camille Alamia. This is Mara Cepeda. And this is Lian Buan. You're listening to Campaign Convos. Okay, so hi everyone. This is the fourth episode of Campaign Convos. At nag-experiment kami for this episode kasi hindi lang kami dalawa, pero apat kaming magsasalita today. So introducing ourselves and who we cover. Um, so again, I'm Pia. I cover Hukpong ng Pababago. I'm Camille and I cover PDP Laban. Hi Mara, I cover Ocho Derecho. I'm Lian and I'm an extension of Mara for <laughs> Ocho Derecho and also other lawyer candidates like si Neri Colmenares and the other lawyers on Labor Win. So for this episode, um, yung topic natin is uh, judging a candidate through their platform and track record. So alam naman natin in an ideal world, yun yung talagang basis natin for deciding who we'll vote for. Pero syempre, in reality, a lot of people base it on personality, on kung sino yung kakampin ng isang person na to, or kung popular siya. Pero for, for now, let's focus on ano ba talaga yung platform nila and ano yung track record um, ng mga candidates. And specifically, sino sa mga slates na kinakover namin yung talagang policy-oriented. Kasi, diba, in the news right now, we don't really hear so much about their platform. It's more of yung controversies na kinakasangkutan nila or yung mga big issues or personal issues nila. So today, we're gonna focus on their platform. So yung first question ko for my fellow reporters, sino sa candidates sa slate nyo yung may pinaka-clear and concrete platform? Okay. So, to be fair to Ocho Derecho, um, sila siguro yung slate uh, compared to the existing slates right now. Na merong, well, most of them have clear specific advocacies na pinopush, at least when the, the slate was launched. So, okay, meron silang numunik, math grads, so I'll follow it. So, for Makalental, it's senior citizens and PWDs. We can delve into this later, mas focus niya yeah. PWDs and Lian will discuss it later. Si Aquino, of course, education and jobs generation. Tanyada, incentives and improving the lives of farmers and laborers, math age. Hilbay <laughs> is a uh, Improving the lives of the Filipino family. Poverty, poverty, poverty. alleviation. Yung kanya. Um, and then G, good talk, women's rights, and Peace. peaceful homes, peaceful country. Rojas is para vibrant business economy, vibrant jobs, uh, job generation, uh, math grad A. Alejano, Alejano uh, uh, West Philippines, so sovereignty and national security. And Jokno, of course, justice. So very clear naman yon from the get go. And to be fair to them, they really are able to. Translate that in their speeches. Siguro pag opening speeches, hindi yung specific ka. Ito yung batas na isusulong ko. Pero it's really more of ito yung sinusulong ko, ito yung pininiwalaan ko, and ito yung ginawa ko in the past. Tsaka nung launch nila ng PressCon, as in they made it clear that we're launching an eight-point agenda. So as in meron ng in-assign bawat kandidato. And in their sorties, meron silang mga poster. Kunyari, Aquino, meron ng yung corresponding agenda niya. Nandun na. So, pag tumingin ka sa stage nila, you know what each candidate is representing. Um, backtrack pala tayo. Just to give a definition of what we mean by a clear and concrete platform. Hindi lang siya branding. Kasi lahat naman ng candidates may branding, di ba? Pero when we say clear platform, meron silang specific laws na gusto i-push or meron silang advocacy na they want to stand for. So, um, for Camille, sa so PDP Laban naman, administration bets. Well, kasi sa PDP Laban, sort of covered na yung most re-electionist senators doon, except maybe three. So, four of them covered na rin. So, makikita mo doon sa PDP Laban slate na mas mas merong uh, legislative agenda yung mga may experience na sa Senate as compared to those na running pa lang for the first time. Except for maybe Francis Tolentino na meron na rin naman siyang experience sa executive. So, f- like for example, si Coco Pimentel, like whenever 
sorti sinasabi niya yung history niya. Although questionable yung certain parts, like sinasabi niya doon na, na under him, mabilis yung action niya and everything, it was precisely the same criticism sa kanya nung Senate President siya. Pero sinasabi niya na under him, to be fair, napasa yung mga batas na yon. Pero kasi in, sa Senate, collegial body yun eh. Lalo kung ikaw yung head, I mean, ang pagkilos kasi sa Senate based on committee. So, you cannot just take credit for certain bills. Kaya mapapansin nyo ngayon, maraming senador yung nagtitake ng credit for similar measures kasi hindi lang naman isa yan. So, tapos si Coco sa speeches na sinasabi niya gusto niya pababain yung travel tax, amend or improve the criminal justice system as a lawyer, and focus on cooperatives. And to refine the local government code, kasi daddy niya yung si former Senate President Nene Pimentel. So, yun daw yung gusto niyang mamana niya. So, GV Harris ito, we all know universal healthcare. Pero we get that vibe na nung bago pa magkaroon ng campaign, na he's doing this, I mean, not just purely for elections, but hindi natin matatanggal sa utak natin na why do we keep on insisting on this bill? Although it's needed, at that time, may uncertainty pa when it comes to financing or funding the law. So, pinilit niya yun. And now, she's, he's pushing uh, for the improvement of the railway system. Pero ironic, because when we released the investigative on PNR, hindi siya sumagot. On, wala rin siyang stand on. So, ayun. And Villar, agriculture, livelihood. Pero at the same time, may mga ibang beses kasi minsan si Villar magsasalita siya on livelihood. Hindi ka sure kung Villar the business person yon or Villar the senator kasi like kunwari sa PNPA may valedictorian doon nagbigay siya ng free pabahay tas meron siya sinabi sa tondo ata na bibigyan ko kayo ng housing so hindi pa malinaw kung kasi afford niya yun eh on her own eh so hindi alam kung ano ba to part mo ba to or ikaw lang to dahil mayaman ka so ganun so HNP naman for me yung pinaka policy oriented candidate si Sonny Angara kasi Una-una yung branding niya na Alagang Angara. Tapos yung examples niya of laws na pinas niya. Suwak talaga sa concept of taking care of a person from yung baby pa lang hanggang senior citizen. Tapos sa mga speeches niya, minimension niya, niya talaga yung mga laws which he wants to pass. And um, sa Facebook niya, like he says, he's working on yung free Wi-Fi and SUCs. Very gut issue yun ngayon for the youth. And then mayroon din siyang, he's working on a build out for improving access to dialysis. So things that have mm. to do with welfare of people. So for me, klaro na yun yung kanyang branding mm. and platform. At yun, may specific laws talaga siya na gustong ipass at minimension talaga niya yun. Interesting din, nabanggit mo yung Alaga Angara mm. kasi hindi yan yung original original tagline niya. I mean, like, nung tumakbo siya noong 2013, it was Angara ng Buhay. But, syempre, ako lang to, nilagyan ko na ng, based on, na-follow ko naman siya ng ilang years. So, naisip ko, why change it? Maganda naman yung Angara ng Buhay. So, naisip ko, ah, baka kasi mag-backlash yung sa train kasi ang mahal na ng mga bilihin. Ang mahal, mahal na mabuhay. Na Angara nga ng buhay Oo, na. So, ayun. Tapos, pero, uh, yung sa dialysis, parang hindi ba siya, yun yung gusto kong i-make sure din. Kung, kung covered na ba siya ng universal healthcare kasi yung iba sa kanila napapansin ko inuulit and interesting kay Angara napansin ko hindi niya binabanggit yung train, train. Oh, parang at the least ang binabanggit niya lowering the personal income tax pero like the bigger impact of it syempre hindi maybe that's why he also doesn't attend debates or yan yung isa naman si Asian Peren parang surprisingly well most people would say surprising kasi parang hindi naman, bago siyang senator. Pero Bongo has sort of a platform that he mentions 
in in press releases pero hindi niya minimension sa mm-hmm. sorties diba yung kasi pag sa sorties laging si Philip Salvador oh, si Robin Padilla kasi parang yun yung kukuha ng attention ng mga tao and i think yung sa mga napun- na, na witness ko na sorties involving Bongo yung mga tao kasi baka they won't care so much if you detail the platform so parang una niyang pasabog artista tapos doon na lang niya Sasabihan. O, tapos sa dulo may medyo pa-drama effect eh, na minsan lang natin to, minsan lang natin to mararanasan mga kababayan. So, gawin na natin ng tama. So, ganun yung emotion sa speech niya. For Ocho Derecho, um, I, I would credit siguro, hinati kasi namin yung candidates ni Lian between the two of us for this podcast. But I would credit siguro si Bam na very clear and consistent sa speeches niya, like opening speech, right? Kasi sa Ocho, we discussed this before na dahil maliit yung nagiging sorties nila, may Q&A sila. Well, kay Bam, yung sa kanyang opening speeches, lagi niyang minimension yung, okay, um, I pushed for free tuition law, I pushed for trab- uh, I pushed for um, yung go-negosyo, uh, before. Ngayon, ang ay, address ko ng mga problem ay job mismatch. So, may kita mo yung pag-marry ng mga, um, mga ba- batas na in-advocate niya as a re-electionist senator. And yung gusto niyang mangyari na if he becomes re-elected is put up trabaho centers. Lagi niya yung sinasabi. Kasi ang problem, I guess, okay, may libreng education na nga, makagraduate ka ng college. Pero it's not, it doesn't always happen na may available na jobs para sa'yo pag-graduate ka. So, gusto niyang gumawa ng parang trabaho centers, which I guess certain prestigious universities have na parang job placement centers. It essentially will link you to the proper companies, proper industries where you can use your courses. Tapos, he's saying that, you know, the issue of job mismatch nangyayari yan kasi hindi natitrain ng maayos yung teachers. So, hindi rin nila maturuan ng maayos yung estudyante. So, he's pushing for higher teachers pay, better trainings para sa teachers, kasama na dyan yung training abroad, kung meron. Tapos, syempre, the overarching problem of improved classrooms, more classrooms. Si Rojas then very consistent in a sense that he is always able to mention the bills, the laws that he helped draft in the past when he was senator. So, cheaper medicines law. I mean, I'm out of the eight candidates. Siya yung parang ang galing napapasok niya bigla yung cheaper medicines law, napapasok niya bigla yung uh, call centers. And hanggang ngayon, ipapasok niya pa rin yung kailangan for I mean, he became number one senator in 2004 because he was Mr. Palenque. So, naipapasok niya pa rin na bakit napaka-importanteng bantayan yung presyo sa, sa market. Kasi, in a way, it's like a microcosm of the bigger economy. Pag mataas ang bigas mo sa, dyan sa kanto sa, sa, sa market, ibig sabihin may implications yan in the ano no, bigger market sa labas. Alejano also, very consistent. We know him as a soldier. He's pushing for specific bill na gusto niya is creating the Department of Maritime, Maritime and Oceanic Affairs because he wants us to um, assert our sovereignty and our rights over the West Philippine Sea, labanan ng China. And so, parang ito yung sinasabi niya ng parang may comprehensive response tayo dun sa pag invade sa territory natin. And it's consistent even with his track record as a congressman. I mean, when he filed the first and only impeachment case against the president, yung hindi pag-assert ni Duterte sa rights natin against China, yung isa sa mga grounds supposedly for impeachment. For Gutok naman, I mean, we know her as this very feisty leader from Marawi. But, um, so gusto niya mawala yung martial law. We know we need, kailangan ng uh, Congress approval to remove to remove that, ba? 
Pero um, isa rin sa hindi masyado sigurong napapansin is she's actually pushing for institutionalization of certain um, services in the barangay. For example, magkaroon ng parang fire task force para ma-monitor yung may proper response dun sa mga maliliit na barangay na laging nasusunukan. Gusto niya yung Doctors to the Barrios ng DOH ma-institutionalize para lahat ng barangay merong doktor. So, itong platform niya sa barangay ito, hindi niya lagi yan sinasabi. Like, she doesn't always say that on TV agad-agad. Kumaga, nilalabas niya yan pag the question would require her to respond down to the barangay level. Sa part ko naman sa Ocho, sabi mo nga, Pia, branding is different from platform. Like, for example, if a candidate says, uh, I want to reform the criminal justice system, how would you as a senator reform that? Eh, much of the rules come from the Supreme Court. So, hindi mo naman yung trabaho. So, yun ko na-appreciate si Attorney Jok, no? Kasi uh, yung, platafo- yung platform na sinusulong niya is really the task of a legislator. Like, for example, ba, Congress has the power of the purse. So, sabi niya, for me to be able to help in reforming the criminal justice system, I will make sure that there's a higher budget for the judiciary. Mm-hmm. Sobrang dami kasing vacancy ngayon. Sobrang kulang ng prosecutor, kulang ng judges. So sabi niya, I will pass more budget para ma-fill up na yung mga yan. Kasi yung clogging ng docket, it's just because no, there's no prosecutor handling it. There's no judge handling it. Tapos sabi niya, dahil tataas ka budget, there would be better salaries for judges and prosecutors para hindi na sila nakukuha ng mga big firms. Mm-hmm. So they would rather stay in the government. So mas marami tayong abogado in the government. Tapos, uh, ito yung medyo hindi pa niya sinasabi kung paano niya gagawin. Sabi niya, to weed out daw corruption in the judiciary, he wants more transparency in the appointment of judges mm-hmm. and justices, which is through the Judicial and Bar Council. But I don't know how he could make yeah. it more transparent because dumadaan sila sa Commission on Appointments. Eh. And dumadaan sa CA ang, ang mga appointments ng JBC is dumadaan uh-huh. ng CA. So, yung i-appoint mo sa JBC, even though it's a presidential appointment, dadara- dadaan pa rin naman sa CA. So, there's scrutiny. Tapos, yung mga i-appoint naman ng JBC in turn ay dumadaan sa public interviews na ina-era natin, kinocover natin. So, I don't know how, paano niya pagagawin, but he has been saying that in sorties. Tapos, yung last niyang sinasabi is he wants to revise the witness protection program law. Mm-hmm. Kasi yung sa under the WPP law, parang Kunyari, sabihin natin pork barrels ka, magsasampag pa lang ako ng kaso, ilalagay na kita sa witness protection program. What if the case takes 10 years? 10 years kang nagtatago. 10 years kang nasa witness protection program. 10 years kang nasa hideout. Diba? Parang gusto niyang gayahin yung sa Amerika na kunin mo na yung testimony ng witness, get all the affidavits from him, sworn statements, whatever, ganyan-ganyan. Tapos palayain mo na siya, give him a new identity or whatever. Diba ganun yung ginagawa sa Amerika? Minsan kaya walang witness kasi parang ayoko namang magtago buong buhay ko para lang sa kasong to. So yun yung malinaw kay Jokno. And another malinaw is si Romy Makalental. Senior citizens, as in, for you maybe it's simplistic, pero... Ano siya eh, as in, got issue on point. Lagi niya sasabi, okay, kung yung lolo niyo 70 years old and above, 30% discount. 40% discount for 8 years old and above. 50% discount for 90 years old and above. Tapos yung nga better benefits for PWD. So, hindi siya kasing talino ng criminal justice system, ganyan-ganyan. Pero it affects mm-hmm. yung justice system kasi parang feeling mo hindi naman ikaw directly mm-hmm. affected. Pero itong kay Romy Mac, you know that you would be affected, your family would be affected. So, tas naaalala ko dati sa Kaloocan, di ba nag-ano sila, persuasion campaign, listening campaign, tas parang may nagsabing maro na, oh, do you know Romy Mac? Tas ang dami nagsabi na, ah, oh, yan yung mga matatanda, di ba? Mm-hmm. 
So may recall. Yung messaging niya pa, I guess to make the younger people care about, oh, why would you care for a senior citizen candidate is kapag may mga benefits yung lolo at lola nyo, kayo rin ang magbe-benefit dyan. Kasi if you think about it, kung maraming benefits yung lola ko, eh di bawas yun sa gastos namin pag kumain kami sa labas. Bawas sa babayarang gamot. It's actually a good messaging to senior citizen pa siya. So, <laughs> Tapos funny diba, siya kasi bigla siyang kakanta ng um, tatanda. tatanda at lilipas din ako pero meron akong mga batas na iiwanan sa inyo. So yun, so, so witty siya. Oo, super witty. And down to the last two on my part, si kay Kong Erin Tanyada, ang ano niya kasi branding niya parang agriculture, uh, yung uh, giving better incentives to farmers, modernizing farming, Lagi niya lang nababanggit sa sortie ngayon, siguro he latches onto it yung Coco Levy bill kasi taga Quezon siya, ganun. Yung And daddy niya, long time crusada niya. Oo, crusada niya yun, taga Quezon siya. Tapos, napapansin ko kasi sa Erin, or maybe the rest of Ocho Derecho, minsan kung ano yung issue sa administration, they focus their messaging on that. So this week it's about dishonesty or honesty, ganyan-ganyan. So when Duterte vetoed yung Coco Levy bill, dun lagi niya lang nababanggit sa sa sorti niya yung Coco Levy bill. Tapos, um, siguro nakakalimutan lang kay Erin na nung nasa house siya, he pushed for FOI. So, he likes to mention that sometimes. Pero yun, um, I think walo sa kanila, minsan si Erin yung medyo forgettable kasi siling mababa yung ano eh. Based dun sa pag-map ko ng data from Pulse Asia Survey, Alejano, Erin, and Hilbay, sila yung mga mabababa talaga yung awareness and voting preference. So, siguro kailangan niyang i-up pa yung, yung messaging niya. And then, to Florin Hilbay, di ba si Florin Hilbay, we know him as the former Solicitor General. It was under his leadership na ay umabot sa pagiging soldier niya na nalo tayo sa tribunal ng West Philippine Sea. So, I think people know him as Hilbay, West Philippine Sea, and lawyer, brilliant lawyer top-notcher, young, uh, one of the youngest UP professors ever, the youngest solicitor general, once applied for a justice position at the Supreme Court, faced oral arguments. So that's his branding. Pero nung nag, nagka-eight-point agenda na, bigla siyang napunta sa poverty alleviation. So for... May mismatch. Mer, parang may ganun, na parang may identity crisis na naganap. Kasi for a justice reporter has followed him, parang, ay sir, bakit ka nasa poverty alleviation? Medyo naguluhan ako. So maybe it's because Jokno has yung justice branding. Okay. Sovereignty went to Alejano. Pero ang ginawa nilang work around that is, he comes from Tondo. Uh, lagi yung sinasabi na elementary, I don't know kung sino yung elementary graduate sa nanay at tatay niya. Tapos mensahero yung tatay niya. He comes from Tondo. Tapos yun, tapos naging bar top notcher. So yun yung messaging niya na parang, if you're poor, it doesn't mean that you cannot dream because I'm poor and yet, I became top-notcher. I became a solicitor general. Tapos doon niya na ipapasok yung poverty alleviation messaging niya. He wants to make for peace a law. But we already have a law. Law ba siya talaga? Or like it's policy? I mean, I think there's a pending bill na approved na ng House and Senate. I think it's just waiting for the signature of President Duterte. Institutionalizing for peace. It's even ano by Delime authored. So, so, sasama na lang yeah, siguro siya sa, sa pag-push ng, ng mm -hmm. ganun. Parang sinasabi niya kasi, yung four-piece daw ngayon is like, uh, 
it's targeted mainly for the poor, yung poorest of the poor. So gusto niya, make it into a lower, kahit hindi ka poorest of the poor, but you need assistance. Kasama ka, like for example, bagong graduate ka, tapos hindi ka makapagtrabaho. Yung mag-aaral or mag ka, wala kang pambayad ng, but you're not necessarily the poorest of the poor. So yun yung sinasabi niya sa uh, Tama, story. waiting na lang for President Duterte's signature. Baka gusto lang niya expand or something. Uh, yeah. But I think ang problem din dito, funding eh. During the discussions. So, napansin ko lang kasi it seems that kahit admin versus opposition, kahit may ganong divide, yung platforms nila, lahat sila parang may populist bent din yung mm-hmm. iba sa kanila. Kung baga parang there's not one slate that has a monopoly on populist uh-huh. laws. Kasi for example, like, si Amy Marcos, who is a Duterte ally, tas syempre yung ating pagkakilala sa kanya, daughter ng dictator, tas um, ano siya, parang one of the elites mm. before um, from a big family political dynasty. Pero yung kanyang platform naman ay um, very populist din yung bent. Um, ano siya, KKK, uh, kain, mm. commute, um, komunikasyon. So parang yung gusto niya to suspend VAT for uh, one uh-uh. year kasi it makes um, petroleum prices higher. So tas yung sa kain naman, she wants to lower the, the prices of food, the basic commodities of rice. Tas yung sa communication, cheaper data, cheaper text messaging, ganun. So, very pro-poor, very yeah. for the masses yung kanyang platform. I think kasi every election, it's it's so easy for candidates to say, to promise what the people need eh, and want. Ang problema, like, to act, how to turn it into a law or into an action. Like, for example, yung sinasabi ni Alejano na gusto niya ng bill establishing a maritime mm. department or something. Curious ako, bilang I cover the Senate, yung dynamics nun, uh-uh. hindi naman ganun kadaling ipasayan sa uh-uh. Senado eh, dahil lalo opposition ka. Mm-mm. And next year or next Congress, kung mapunuyan ng administration, it's like patay na agad yung bill mo. Mm-mm. So, tas yung kay Erin din, like, Coco Levy, Coco Levy. Eh, nung time din naman niya as House, pinush niya yung Coco Levy, alay niya si then President Aquino, but hindi rin naman pumasa sa Senado yon, hindi naman na-push ni Aquino. So, gets, parang it's so easy to say, ipupush ko to, ipupush ko to, pero paano? Siguro jumping off from that, i-insert ko na rin si Neri Colmenares, who's the candidate of Makabayan. Of course, we know Neri, the leftist uh, congressman. So, alam natin the pro-people talaga yan, like cutting taxes, no to excise tax, no to contractualization, ganyan. Pero laging ang tanong sa kanya ng mga ta, if you cut taxes, saan ka kukuha ng pera for projects? And I think that's a sentiment coming from yung mga economists, ganyan-ganyan. And nung um, the leader I want forum ng Rappler, sabi niya parang hindi daw siya naniniwalang wala tayong pera. Because according to him, maraming project, kasi ba congressman siya, so nakita niya naman yung breakdown ng budget. So I guess meron siyang certain credibility to say it. Sabi niya, sobrang daming useless project na sobrang-sobrang daming pera. So hindi ako naniniwalang wala tayong perang pagkukunan kapag nagtanggal tayo ng tax. So yun yung lagi niyang sinasabi. But it, it's up to the people to believe the leftist person saying that marami namang pera. Budget is always an issue eh. For example, yung universal healthcare. I cover the house. Sinusulong niyang sa house, kasabay yan nung pagsulong ng bills um, increasing sin taxes. And even if the sin tax, adding excise taxes on alcohol and cigarettes were passed in the House, the health advocates were still unhappy about it because the tax rates that were um, approved were very low. And so it wasn't enough to sustain 
if the universal healthcare. And I think this is the next step siguro sa election. Sa hindi naman natin i-expect na i-discuss ng kandidato. Funding of all these laws, of all these institutionalization bills that they want. Because it's very, very complicated. For example, yeah. kung mag-impose ka ng tax rates, syempre, ako ayoko nagdadagdag ng tax. Pero syempre, gusto ko rin ng additional services from the government. Systemic siya in a sense that gusto mo ng additional services from the government, but the government cannot exactly do its job properly right now. So, how can you trust them to impose additional taxes? So, para, ang, it's, it's, ang, ang, ang hirap niya, actually. Actually, yun nga, yun din yung sinasabi ni Neri. Ang ginawa niyang example is um, the Bureau of Customs and the Bureau of Internal Revenue. Mm. Yung BIR sabi niya, hindi nga kayo nakakolekta mm. ng everything you need to collect. Mm. And dun sa customs, hindi nyo rin nakokolekta lahat ng tax mm. na, na, duma, na dumadaan sa inyo. So, parang ang sentiment niya, ay, why would people trust their taxes with you? Eh, parang hindi nyo nga nagagawa ng maayos. So, may ganong sentiment. That ends part one of episode four. In part two, we talk about the independence of senatorial candidates. Oh.